0: Hello, football fans. Um, welcome to a crossover podcast. It was not supposed to be, but we decided to make it a crossover pod. Um, we are going to be talking about the NFL draft. As I previewed on my pods and maybe your pods, we are going to be right. doing a two-round NFL mock draft with open trades. Uh, I think I'm obviously here with Ben if we're doing a crossover pod. I assumed you guys knew who it would be. Um, Hi, Ben. Hi, Del. Uh, yes, this is episode 54 of the GMN Journal. I think it's episode 30 um, of the DW podcast. I'm really slacking here. Uh, make sure to check out the next two podcasts, which will be Friday on first round grades and um, Sunday, the first anniversary of this pod with Buy, Seller Hold. I will have Ben on Definitely the buy-seller hold. I'm having decided on the draft grades. Uh, I think you will be. Uh, let's get sure. into it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I will start with the first pick. The obvious first pick. The first pick for the last. I would go probably like six months. Um, uh, maybe right. less slightly. The Bengals will select Joe Burrow.
1: Yeah, I I it, 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 for anything else to happen on Thursday night would be an absolute an absolute shock to say the least. Yeah, I mean,
0: barring any insane trades, it's pretty much a lock to happen. I guess if somebody offers him something, maybe that will turn their heads, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't see it, I think. Burrow's about a lock here yeah. at one. Uh right. I forgot to say this could be a two-part episode um I have not, I, I don't know how long this will be. We'll see. Last we talked about yeah. the draft, it was almost an hour long. And on Anchor, you can only do an hour long podcast. So we're pro- it might be two parts. We'll see. Um, if it's getting to an hour long, I'm just going to cut it at, or if it's probably like even more than 30 minutes long through the first round, I'm going to cut it and just make a part two. Uh so, just so you guys know that, um now we have the second pick once again, bearing any trade is this is probably a lock the Redskins will select chase young,
1: yeah, again, kind of another one where, where you know like you said, barring any um insane trades or something uh this is one that will um is just about a lock um, and I think again, this is another one where um anything but this pick would would be a shocker in my opinion, yeah.
0: So now we have the third pick where you could start to see some potential different options. Uh, I think at this point, most people will have the same pick unless there are any trades like a lot of these picks. I have the lion selecting Jeff Akuda. I mean, I know for a while, maybe at least a month, I had Simmons in all mock drafts going three. But I think I finally decided that Akuda's the guy at three.
1: Yeah, um, I have the same pick here. Um, again, this is one, like you said, where you could potentially see um, some change. Um, definitely this pick could end up uh, changing hands. Um, actually, it's a uh, quite a possibility um, that this pick ends up changing hands um, with a trade. Um, I could see, honestly, either the Chargers or the Dolphins um, trading up um, to get uh, this pick. Um, and like you said, there is um, that potential of um, Simmons being the pick. Yeah, also well. the
0: Jags could potentially trade up. I saw a, right. a, I think it was an article by The Ringer today. It might have not been. That could be a huge mistake. Maybe Bill Simmons just replied to it. Um. If the Patriots try to trade up into the top five to take a quarterback, I don't think that's completely logical, but I wouldn't be, like, shocked, shocked if it happened. Obviously, the Patriots are losing any potential pieces with, obviously, the loss of Brady, and they traded ground for a fourth-round pick yesterday. Uh...
1: Yeah, that's something I want to talk about real quick before we move on. That was crazy, and it was kind of like an insane turn of events because, like, all of a sudden, I would say maybe you're, like, getting – in half an hour, an hour before it happened, you know, you started hearing the reports that, you know, Bron- Gronk and um, Brady could potentially uh, team up. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, um, uh, that Gronk is, you know, considering coming out of retirement. And then, you know, it's like 15 minutes later, all of a sudden it's like it's confirmed and he's going to um, to Tampa. And that's going to be crazy. They're going to be very um, I don't know
0: how good they're going to be because – Or I don't know how – much this will improve them. I think obviously Gronk, his last few years, was still playing at a high level but he was so banged up that it wasn't exactly showing. Um, I think this will be great for them considering he's still 30. I feel bad for O.J. Howard who probably thought he was a starting spot right. on this ridiculous offense and now it's probably less likely. Uh, I think that at adding to this receiving offensive, basically core is uh, insane, especially once you add a hopefully good offensive lineman, assuming that's what you're looking for if you're Tampa. In this draft, I think you come out of this offseason feeling very successful.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Alright, but anyway, back
1: to our mock yeah. After draft those here. first
0: three picks, where unless a trade happens, it's pretty much expected to play out the way we both having it have it play out this is where it starts to get interesting where the fourth pick i have the giants trading a third round pick or i lied the chargers trading their sixth pick and a yeah a third round pick to the giants for the fourth pick
1: yeah, I have a similar scenario where the Giants uh, make the same trade, basically to the Chargers, except they get um, a second-round pick in return um, here, um, and so that ends up affecting my mock draft. Doesn't end up affecting yours the other fourth. than the yeah. flip flop of four six. to six, um, but it will affect mine um, as the Giants would then have back to back picks and with um, the thirty-six. Ah, uh, right. Uh,
0: I, go ahead. I think if I if you're a Giants fan, and you're and it. It seems to be a lock that they're going to take an attack, tackle. Um, I know it. There was rumors came out on Monday. I think I think it was yesterday or Monday. Uh, that they are looking at Herbert. That's not going to happen. I think they're going to take yeah. Simmons. I think if it the ideal situation, I think for the Giants is. To be honest, if the Jags trade them nine and twenty for four, I think that's ideal for them.
1: Yeah, I, I, I had that yeah, um, the when we did seven round, round. seven round mock draft. Um, I will actually pull it up now. So the Giants, um, traded, um, it was the fourth, um, and their th- uh, compensation third round, um, for
0: the nine Then who would you have them taking at twenty?
1: Completely. At nine I had them taking Wills and at twenty I had them taking Patrick. Okay. Ian.
0: Uh yeah, so anyway with the fourth pick I have the Chargers trading up and taking Tua Yeah, I, I think the the Tua versus Herbert conversation really like I think the Chargers might want Herbert. Uh I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on it. I think I, I feel like the Dolphins want Tua, and I think if the Chargers didn't want Tua, they would not be trading up. Uh, so, so I think I think they're going to take Tua if they trade up to four.
1: Yeah, I would agree, and I have the same yeah. pick here. As you.
0: Uh, so, then we move on to the five, fifth pick, because considering we both have Tua at four, I assume we both have the Dolphins taking Justin Herbert. Yep. Uh, yeah, we go back maybe a few weeks, maybe even more and Herbert isn't necessarily the third QB, um maybe even worse behind Jordan Love and then Jordan Love's stock kind of fell. Uh we go back to last year and Herbert would have been a top 3, 4 QB um had he came out. Th- this is an interesting conversation. Um as I Said with the Herbert to the Giants potential rumors, which I still don't think we're gonna are gonna happen, especially if they trade down to six. Um, if they if they wanted like we wanted Herbert last year, I remember, and we right. had this conversation a few times, and we had it on Monday how Herbert would be ideal for them. Uh, I know with the addition to Daniel Jones, the, the thought is is Gettleman or I don't think they're going to take him, and is Gettleman's basically, like, resume um, depending on Danner Jones' success or the team's success?
1: Uh, Yeah, and that's an interesting conversation. Um, I think overall, I think it's it's the team's success, because even though that's a controversial pick um, with the Danny Dimes pick, I think that in the end, um in the end I think, you know, he made so many other yeah. um quote unquote team altering moves. Um with no you know, the OBJ trade, um the Saquon pick um at the time. Um people thought it would be more logical to take Darnold, which looking back doesn't make any sense <laughs> whatsoever. Um Um but people you know, people I think I think because People were already kind of calling for his job before he took Jones. Um, I, I think it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And the risk right. another, yeah.
0: And the public outcry for the Herbert, if they are, were to take or are to take Herbert, um, I think that is not helping him whatsoever. I think he should go offensive lineman or Simmons if he really thinks um, that. Simmons is the way to go. Uh, I, I think we look that the only thing with the Giants' picks, um, because we are on the Giants now, um, is that he, he we see in the past few even like five ish years we've seen rumors and like them like signifying who they were gonna draft and then them not being true. Um, we go back obviously last year with. Josh Allen, if he was on the board, and other linemen and guys and anybody but Andrew Jones, we go back to 18 with Darnold and Rosen, seeming like the guy. Um, 17 with Ryan Ramchick rather than Evan Ingram, because a lot of people didn't think they were going to go tight end. Uh, 16 Mm -hmm. with the complete reach on Eli Apple, and uh, with rumors of a better prospect at the time, cornerback Vernon Hargraves and Leonard Floyd. Um, So, like, we go back in these years and we see the Giants either not going the way people think they are going to on draft day or screwing up at least minorly on these draft picks. But I think who they're going to take at six is a good pick for them because we've seen the offensive line struggle so much over the past de- decade, I guess, since they won the Super Bowl, I think the Giants are going to go Jeter Quills. You? Um, and I think that's interesting, actually,
1: um, that we both actually have the same top six. Um, at, yeah. Um, because I think um, mock drafts are really starting to vary at this point, and I don't really see why. But anyway, I think that's
0: interesting that we do have the same top six. Yeah, and then with seven with the Panthers, this is where I know mine will be different because I, I, I made some bold decisions just because we can't get we definitely can't bet on the draft ever being how play out exactly how it should right. necessarily play out. Um I'm not saying that in the fact that I have like completely like guys going in the seventh round, going in the first first round but i think you can like depend on a team to like maybe stretch like the expectation a little um i think with the seventh pick the carolina panthers are actually going to take Derek brown okay yeah and i think that
1: if you're speaking in the sense of you know um what potentially will actually happen um i think that that's a solid pick but i think when I'm doing these mock drafts, I do my best to to do kind of what should happen. I try to do the best combination um, of the two. I think that um, Simmons is a, a great um, a great pick um, here for the Panthers at seven. I think that if you would have asked anyone, um, you know, like a month ago, if Simmons were go- was going to be there. Um, at seven, I think they would have told you no, because between the Lions, like you said earlier, potentially taking him, and then the Giants um, also potentially taking him at four, I think um, at, if you were to ask someone if they thought Simmons would slide to seven, um, I think they would have told you you were crazy. Um, but I think now it's it's a very realistic possibility, and I think we both actually have you know a very realistic top six. Um, and I know you have him sliding even farther which if you would have asked someone again you know a month ago they would have again told you that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah I I, that is as you kind of foreshadowed that Isaiah Simmons is one of my major falls and I have one other that or one other significant significant one that you guys will see later in the draft. Um, I think Derek Brown or even if you asked at the end of the season, beginning of the off season, whatever, um, if the Panthers are going to go de-tackle with their, um, with their first round pick, I wouldn't have been to, I wouldn't have necessarily believed to. I think I thought for a while that the Panthers were going quarterback, no matter what they were going to either try to trade up or, um, or if it was going to be on the board, uh, Obviously, the Bridgewater signing, uh, they lost James Bradbury in the offseason to the Giants, which is for why for a while I thought the Panthers were going to go Akuda at seven. Mm-hmm. But I think it, I think, I think Derrick Brown might be the guy at seven.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Um, so we move on to eight, where I s- assume we have different picks. As well, I have the Cardinals taking McKee back then.
1: Yeah, I have them taking Werfs here, um, two
0: uh, tackles. Um, I know um,
1: that worse is um, someone that um, is another one of your falls. Um, although I don't yeah. think that that's too unrealistic for worse. I think I'll say when we get to it, I don't want to give up your whole mock draft here, um, but I, I'll talk about it um, when we get there. Um, but anyway, I think that worse um, for the Cardinals is a great pick. And I think Makai in isn't, too far off for the cardinals either
0: yeah i mean you see you'll see how the draft plays out and worths falling makes sense but like if like you'll see um because you'll just see um i'm not gonna say now with the ninth pick a guy whose stock has risen i an unbelievable amount maybe even in the last of like, two weeks at least the last month I think the Jaguars are going to select cornerback out of Florida, C.J. Henderson. Yeah,
1: okay. I have a trade with this pick. um, And I have the Falcons trading 16 and 47 to the Jags for nine. For, to take C.J. Henderson? No, to take, um, then I have them taking Derrick Brown.
0: Okay, I like that a lot. Um, I know we go back a few mock drafts ago. We did on, I think you're a pod and I had the Falcons taking Henderson at 16. I think if the Falcons really thought he was their guy, um, like I, my problem with, it and you'll see the Jaguars again, if they're going, I think there's a possibility they trade up. Uh, I think for a quarterback, I think it's possible they take Simmons, but I feel like CJ Henderson and, and it's possible they trade down too, um. But I think, I think Henderson's good value at 9. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. So, now we have the 10th pick where I have the Browns selecting Isaiah Simmons. I know his fall was huge because you could argue that he was the second best prospect, quite frankly, in this draft. Um, ESPN actually made prospect rankings... Two three days ago, because um, I was just looking at them, because I because um, I was looking at them, was gonna try to help me make my mock draft slightly too. And Isaiah Simmons was actually the number one ranked prospect ahead of Chase wow. Young. I thought could be his um, how versatile he is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but but I think if we've determined that the Giants are going tackle at four or six or whenever. Um, and I think the Panthers are going to pass up on him to take Derek Brown. I think Isaiah Simmons potentially could fall to 10.
1: Yeah, um, I don't think it's too unrealistic um, for it to happen. Um, but anyway, I have the Browns taking uh, makai Becton with this pick.
0: Yes, and I think it's ideal for the Browns to go tackle um, at 10, as- assuming, though, that Isaiah Simmons, who is a... Top three talent in the draft is not right there for mm-hmm. them, and I think the defense is a need too. So it's not like they're um, like they already have somebody at like a good player at that position, and they're just adding to it because he's so good. But that's a need too. Maybe not as much as an offensive tackle, but I think Isaiah Simmons is ideal if he's on the board for them at ten. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now we have the eleventh pick where I have the Broncos trading their fifteenth pick and a third or fourth round pick. We didn't have to add that so I didn't really decide to the Jets for the eleventh pick. And then with the eleventh pick I have the Broncos going receiver, taking Jerry Judy from Alabama. Yeah,
1: I like that trade. Um that could that could uh, make sense. Um I actually have the Broncos staying pat and still getting one of the proverbial top three receivers. Um, but with this pick, I have the Jets staying there um, and taking Andrew Thomas.
0: Okay, I like that. Um, with whiffs, um, Wales, and Beckton off the board, that seems ideal. I think um, it could be seen as a reach, but I think the Jets are really going offensive tackle. I think he's or offensive lineman, period. Um, I think he's a good pick at 11. I, I just think that the Broncos um, obviously need a receiver, and I think it's possible that um, all the receivers are off the board. I'm Not that they could predict that necessarily, but that the receivers are going to be off the board by the time they're up at 15. Uh, it depends who you consider the top-tier receivers, obviously. But... Uh, yeah, I think Judy I think this is ideal for the Broncos if they trade up for Judy. Yeah, I would agree. Um, now we have the twelfth pick where I have the Oakland Raiders selecting another star receiver out of Oklahoma this time, CeeDee Lamb.
1: Yeah, um, I like that pick. Um
0: I have the Raiders taking
1: CJ Henderson here, which seems um to be the pick. Um I know you had him going earlier to the Jags. Um, but I have him going here to the Raiders. I think that this is an an ideal pick for the Raiders. Um, and I think if he's on the board, that's the pick. If he's not, I think that the Raiders end up considering, um, trading back. Yeah,
0: uh, I know as we've probably seen for so long, the Raiders taking receivers and all these mock drafts that have came out. But I think as Henderson's stock rose, um, I think he is the pick if he's on the board. I obviously don't have him on the board, but I think that's a good pick if he's on the board. Right. Okay. Uh, so now we have the 13th pick where the Niners take a third receiver in a row, Henry Ruggs.
1: Okay. I have them taking Judy here um, on, in a stretch of receivers um, that I have going 13, 14, 15. Um, I have the Raiders taking Judy here and adding to what is already a very solid and prolific offense.
0: Yeah. Uh I I think Ruggs obviously have the crazy combine with the forty time. Uh but I don't think he is as talented as Judy and Lamb, so I, I don't think speed is the only concern here if you're the Broncos and the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, so with the 14th pick, I have, I think, my last trade of the first round. The Jags trading up to 14, trade, trading 14 and a third to the Buccaneers um, for 20. Uh, I think with this pick, the Jaguars will select Javon Kinlaw. Okay. Um, I have... Um,
1: the Bucks taking um another Alabama uh wide wide receiver um as they take Henry Ruggs.
0: Okay, I think the pick for the Bucks is offensive linemen, Uh, just because Brady and that whole offense will need some help. Yeah, on the line. and
1: I would ag- but, um, I would agree with that if one of the top four. Um, tackles is on the board. I just don't have any of the top tackles on the board, so I just added
0: that. Right. And if you go receiver, right. and, that... and if you're going, um, somebody like Austin Jackson or Jordan Jones or Josh Jones at 15, that will be seen as, or 14, that'll be seen as a reach, yeah. Um, and so yeah, that's... and I could um,
1: see them trading back, um. Like you said, and that probably ends up making more sense. I just think that um, they seem to really be prioritizing the skill positions. Um, again, with the addition of Gronk, and I think Rugs just puts this offense over the top. And this offense would be so good if they added Rugs as well. He might
0: already be over the right, top, but yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so now we have the fifteenth pick, where I have the Jets who traded with the Broncos, taking Tristan Wirth, Wirth, stopping his major fall.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. Um, At 15, I have the Broncos taking CeeDee Lamb, which caps off um, a three-straight receiver um, stretch there. Um, But, yeah, I like what you have um, the the Broncos or the Jets uh, doing there.
0: Yeah. Um I think if one of the top four receiver or one of the top four linemen are on the board, I think the the lineman is the pick for the Jets at 15. I think if they're all off the board and one of the top three receivers is still on the board, I think that is the pick for them. I think anything. I don't think the Jets can go too wrong with this pick. Yeah. Um so now I have the 16th pick where I have the Atlanta Falcons selecting Clay Von Chasen from LSU. Okay. Um, I have um, the
1: Jaguars with this pick, um, obviously with the trade that I had um, earlier. And the Jags with this pick take Javon Kimla, uh D-line.
0: Yeah, I love that if he's on the board. Um, I have them going him at 14. Uh I think this is ideal for them.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. So now we go to 17 where the Cowboys take, I think potentially one of the bigger talents in the draft, yet there isn't too much safety need um, up to this point where the Cowboys select um, Xavier McKinney from Alabama. Yeah, this
1: is actually one of um, a few picks um, outside of the top six um, that we have a agreed on so far. Um, You might
0: be the only one.
1: Yeah, I think this is actually the only one, uh, yeah, so far that we've agreed on outside of the top six. Um, And we both have Xavier McKinney going.
0: Um, Now the 18th pick, I have the Dolphins selecting a guy who you do not have on the board. You had him going a lot earlier. I have the Dolphins selecting Andrew Thomas. Okay. Yeah, I like that um, for sure if he's
1: still on the board. Um, Obviously, I don't have him on the board, um, yeah, I think that if they can um, address, you know, arguably their two biggest needs, um, tackle and quarterback, um, with their first two picks and um, still have, you know, um, another pick um, at 16, um, I think that that would be certainly uh, ideal for them. Um, Oh, by the way, I said 16, I meant twenty-six. Uh, but anyway, um, I have the Dolphins taking Clayvon Chase on um, Edge Rusher.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we move on to the 19th pick where the Oakland Raiders select Jeff Gladney.
1: Okay. Um, I like that. I have him going just a few picks later, um, as you guys will see in just a few moments. Um, but anyway, I have um, Justin Jefferson going with this pick. And honestly, um, I could probably flip-flop Jefferson and Glad- Gladney um, where I have them, um, just looking at this now. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, yeah, I think he, it might be slight reach at 19, but if we're looking at needs, I think this is a solid pick for the Raiders. Right. Um, now we have the Buccaneers, um, obviously had a great offensive off season. um, they're going to build on that offensive line here with the 20th pick, where I have them selecting Austin Jackson. Okay,
1: um, I like that, um, yeah,
0: that's a good pick. Um, I have the Jags with this pick,
1: um, and they take, uh, Grant Delpit, safety.
0: <clears throat> okay, I, I... See that as a slight reach, but not a gigantic reach. Um, I I think if Delpit's really the guy, maybe you try to trade down. Um,
1: sure.
0: For a team who I don't, I don't know if somebody really sees something. I think a spot opens up for the Jacks to trade down and take Delpit. Uh, I have him going a lot later than twenty, but I I don't love that, but I think it's solid at twenty. Okay. Um. Now with the twenty first pick, I have the Eagle selecting, um, one of three receivers remaining in this first round, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and um, I have Gladney here as
1: I talked about earlier. Um, and I had said that you could probably flip flop these picks. Um, and probably that's the way things end up happening. I just didn't go with um that with this pick, because it had the Raiders taking C.J. Anderson earlier, but I think if they go elsewhere um, at 12, I think that um, Gladney could be the pick like you have at 19, and then Justin Jefferson would probably fall into the laps of the Eagles, and I think that's a solid pick for the Eagles.
0: Yeah. Um, That was the 22nd pick. The Vikings have their first of two first-round picks. 22 and 25 I think they're going cornerback um with this pick AJ Terrell
1: yeah um I think that
0: um I forget exactly where I have him going but
1: I know that I do have him falling um a little bit farther than um than you have um him yeah I have him falling pretty deep um actually um but anyway with this pick I have the Vikings taking Kenneth Murray
0: yeah, I don't know if – I think linebacker's ideal for them at 22. Uh, I think we'll see if uh, if they really lock in on corner, if they go corner at 25. Uh, I think we a lot of us have them going receiver out with one of these picks because the Stephon Diggs trade. Uh, I think in some sense, if – if we're considering them taking or trading Stefan Diggs for, um, it, I mean, I know if they take a receiver at 25, then they already had 25, but Stephon Diggs for any other receiver that's on the board, I think that is solid for them. Uh, but, I, yeah, I like Kenneth Murray with the 22nd Yeah, pick. all right. And then, actually, with the
1: 23rd pick, I just looked. This is another one of the few picks where we have the same pick here?
0: Yeah, I think at 23, uh, we've seen Patriots with potential QB rumors all season, obviously, since the loss of of Brady. I think the Patriots go Jordan Love here at 23.
1: Yeah, I have the same pick.
0: My problem with Love is obviously his many, many interceptions thrown as he threw more uh, last season than he did in his first two years combined. Uh, love obviously fell off in terms of stock one um, stock in the past month he was a he was ranked over Herbert mostly I think if you go back like a month or two mm-hmm. plus his stock because he didn't have a good season by any means in college but you just see his himself as a prospect and I think. I think it's good for them. Yeah,
1: and I think that, I and mean, I think that um, someone like um, a Belichick and the great coaching staff that they have over there can help him with the interceptions and the decision
0: making. Yeah, I mean we see what the Patriots have done with with Brady. I'm not comparing him to Brady. I'm just right. pointing it out. Um, just. A warning: This is definitely going to be a two-part episode because we're already over thirty minutes, and I would not bank on us doing um, the second round quickly, especially because we're only at twenty-four now. Um, where I have the New Orleans Saints taking Kenneth Smith. Ken- Kenneth. Murth- okay. Um,
1: I have the Saints taking a different linebacker, Patrick Queen. Um, I think that, um, as we've talked about in previous episodes, um. I think that for most people, Kenneth Murray and um, Patrick Queen are somewhat interchangeable in these mock drafts. Um, yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. For a while in mock drafts, we had them switching between twenty-four and twenty-eight with the Saints and the Ravens. Uh, you obviously settled on the Vikings taking Murray at twenty-two, uh, and I had Queen over Murray for a while, but I, I and I was banking on a lot of the fact that he was on a horrible Oklahoma defense at, um, at, in college, and the LSU defense was solid. Um, so maybe Queen stands out more. But I think Murray just has maybe a maybe not a lot more talent, but more talent than Queen. So I think he's the pick at 24. Okay. Um, now we have the 25th pick, the Vikings' actual pick. Um, not the one the Bills traded to them. I have the Vikings going receiver taking T. Yeah, that's
1: a guy that um that I have falling significantly. That was one of the falls of my draft. Um, not necessarily intentionally, but I did try to throw in some falls. Um, I know you had a couple of falls in your early first round. I didn't wanna do too many falls in the early first round, so I did. Um, a couple of them falling, you know, mid to late to, like, early second. Um, So I did the same with T. Higgins. I think that this could be um, the pick. Uh, But anyway, I have um, the Vikings going Christian Fulton.
0: Yeah, I think if they're not going corner at – I have him falling pretty big. Um, I think if you're not – if you're the – if you're – the Vikings and you're not going corner with twenty the twenty-second pick. I think you go corner with the twenty-fifth pick. I obviously have them going corner with the twenty-second pick. So I think they'll go receiver with the twenty-fifth pick. Um obviously I have a I a bunch of not a bunch of corners, but some corners going ahead of Fulton. Um but but I like yeah. That. Okay, so um the next
1: pick is the Dolphins pick at twenty-six. Where I have them finally addressing the offensive tackle need with their last of the three picks and taking Josh Jones.
0: Yeah, I think if you haven't gone, alignment, um, already you go with the best alignment on the board, whether you think that's Jones or Austin Jackson. I pre- personally think it's um, Austin Jackson. Uh, I think the Dolphins are actually going to go running back here, because um, that's a need, and if. I mean, it's not as big as the needs, which are tackle and QB. And if you already have those two going in with your first two pick, I think DeAndre Swift is the guy at twenty. Yeah,
1: I like that pick. I have him going
0: um, in, uh, just a few picks later here. Yeah, I think I think it's good for yeah. them um, if you already address the tackle and QB right. need. Um, with the twenty seventh pick, I have the Seahawks taking a guy I've had them taking for months now, taking a terror growth. Yeah, years.
1: another one of the few picks we agree on here. Um, as I have the same pick.
0: Uh, yeah, I think you see his talent, and he um, obviously there are could be injury concerns, but there could be injury concerns with any player. Um, so I I think he's a good pick at twenty seven. Yeah. Um. I think two interchangeable-ish edge Rusher, uh, edge rushers and Yatara Grossmoto's and AJ uh, Panessa are both good options um, at at twenty seven for the Seahawks. But I think they'll go. Yeah. Have, uh, yeah. Now with the twenty eighth pick, I have the Baltimore Ravens taking Patrick okay. Queen.
1: Um, I like that. I had him going um a little bit earlier, but I have um the Ravens taking uh, DeAndre Swift.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't exactly see them. I think the talent is there and we could see a running back need down the stretch. We don't know. Cause we saw Mark Ingram um, obviously have a very, very good season, probably the best of his career last year. Um, kind of tapping, breaking into his full potential. Cause he had basically been a backup running back his whole career to that point. Um, main concern the and the reason I didn't have
1: um, them going um, with this pick um, and I had them going um, running back with this pick um, is because I'm not entirely sure that Ingram can keep it up. I think, obviously, if he can, um, then they probably look – if they believe he can, then they would probably go elsewhere. But my main concern is, like you said, it was um, arguably the best year of his career, and I just don't know that he can – keep that level of production up especially long term um but Lamar Jackson's definitely your franchise quarterback so I think that you could um pair Swift and uh Jackson that could be a very good um ba- uh running back quarterback um duo for uh, a lot of years to come
0: yeah um now I have, with the 29th pick, the Titans taking Ned Rosher, who was a top five pick back during the college football season. His stock dropped in
1: big amount. Um,
0: I think they will take A.J. Espinessa from Iowa. I definitely got yeah. that name wrong. Um, but another one whatever. that we agree on late, um, as I also have, um, the Titans taking A.J. Pensa. Um. Now with the thirtieth pick, um, the Packers go receiver. They take one of the hardest names in the draft. We have already discussed it many times. Um, yeah, Brandon, I have going, been going um a few picks
1: later, um, in the second round, which I know we won't get to in this part. Um, but I have the Packers going with a different receiver, as I have them taking Denzel Mims.
0: Okay. I think that makes sense for them, um, at 29 or 30. Um, now with the Niners, the second to last pick of the first round, they went, um, they went receiver at 13 with Ruggs and you had Lamb or Judy, um, yeah, uh, and now with the 31st pick, I have them going lineman. um, yeah, I have
1: the exact same pick here, um, as we agree on two straight for our, or no, actually two of the last three. Sorry. Um yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, I think another one that is is, is ideal for them, uh, assuming they don't go off into blind men early. I don't see why they would, but you never know. Um Especially if a guy like Worfs or Beckton fall, maybe you could go lineman um uh at thirteen. I don't see right. it happening, but you never know. Um so now we move to the thirty second pick where the Super Bowl champion, the Chiefs. Now, I know in the Crash or Cash video we did like a week ago or two, um I said cash, the Chiefs going running back. Um but I think I decided that it's definitely not time to give up on Damian Williams. Um, it's definitely, definitely not time to bench him. Um, I think they're going to go Jalen Johnson.
1: Okay. Back, um, I the like that. Pick. I have him going in the second round, um, a couple or not a couple, but a few picks um, later. I still have them going running back. As you just mentioned, as I, ha- as I have them taking, Uh, jk dobbins and i think this potentially could go either way um with dobbins or jt jonathan taylor um or even if swift um is there too i think if swift's here that's the pick um because i think swift um is uh in my opinion better than both jk dobbins um and jonathan taylor i give jk dobbins the edge um here but i think with this logic it could be either of these guys
0: um, yeah, I'm not to spoil where I have them going, but in the second round, I have four running backs being selected. Um, you'll see who those four are. I think, I, yeah, I, I, that wraps up the first round, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, we obviously had very different first rounds. Uh, you will see the second round at the same time yeah, so, uh... because I'm going to group them together. Uh, uh I hope you guys enjoyed make sure to check out part Okay um welcome back to what is the second part of this two round mock draft um obviously with time concerns we did not make it one part but it will still be in one part so you might not be able to tell cuz I might I don't know about you but I will combine them to the point where um so I'm going to say this like I'm saying it as if it's an intro but it might just be put together uh yeah. Make sure to check out part one if you have you because then it might not make sense to you. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Um, I'm obviously here with Ben again, uh, in case you guys were wondering. Um, now, with the first pick in the second round, I'm just going to call it the 33rd pick. I don't know about you. Um, yeah. The Bengals will select center, I think, from—I um, can't think of where he goes to college, um, or went to college, Lloyd Cushenberry.
1: Yeah, I have him going, actually, with the very next pick, just to preview my next pick anyway. But with this pick, I have a guy you had going in the first round, I believe, Brandon Ayuk.
0: Yeah, I had him going first round um, to the Packers. Yeah. Yeah, I think – I don't know if the Bengals are going to go receiver. I think it's logical with they want to get their weapons, but I think getting him an offensive line might be more important. Um Sure. You could debate about that. Uh so I think either one works at 33 if they're both on the board. Now right. with the 34th pick, the San Francisco 49ers um select a get- name that I'm definitely going to screw up. Justin Madu Buke. Do you know who I'm talking about?
1: I I yeah, I mean I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I but... can't
0: think of how you I don't
1: know how to say his name either. But anyway, um, I have um, – I already previewed what my next pick was um, and as I have them going with uh, Lloyd Cushenberry.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I had Niners going offensive linemen um, in the first round. I don't think they will again, but – wait, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I think um, – I think – the Justin guy is a good pack to add to that awesome defense from last year. Uh, but I think yeah. the other one works once again.
1: Yeah, I, um, yeah, I had them going Judy um, with uh, the 13th pick, and then I had them um, taking Cesar Ruiz, um, but I think that they can just really solidify that offensive line with this pick as I have them taking Lloyd Cushenberry.
0: Yeah. Um, so now we move on to the thirty-fifth pick where the Detroit Lions actually select a running back, but maybe not the running back you'd expect it to be, with um Clyde Edwards Hilaire.
1: Okay. Um, I also have them running taking a running back, and it's one of your guys out of Wisco, JT Jonathan Taylor.
0: Uh yeah. I think as uh Edwards Hilaire's stock, obviously, um Rose won because he was great in the second half of the season. He was not amazing in the first half of the season, but also because of LSU's national championship run. I think they're either um, they're either they either work at um, right by. I know yeah. you even had Dobbins as a second running back taken. I am not as high on Dobbins. Maybe because he drives me crazy. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe I just don't think he's as good as a prospect of him and JT. Um, so now we move on to the 36th pick. Um, for you, one of two Giants back-to-back second-round picks and right the only Giants second-round pick, I think the Giants will select safety, um, Antoine Winfield.
1: Yeah, just to preview, that's my next pick. So I guess we'll, we'll just slide him up for the sake of this and we'll say that we have uh, the same pick here, so we'll talk about this. I think that this is a great um, improvement to um, – a decent safety core with um peppers and love. Um, I think that this is a solid addition as Winfield is um a very solid all around prospect. Um, I think that peppers ends up starting at free uh, at small seat at strong safety. Sorry, and uh love ends up going at free safety, and I think that Winfield um finds his way either um being a backup or maybe competing for a starting job.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think that's an ideal pick for them. I think you could argue that they would go grant Delpit for safeties. I know you don't have him on the board, but I still right. do. Uh, I had them picking Delpit in the second round um mock, uh or the yeah, no, the seventh round mock. I had them taking Delpit in the second round. I changed my mind, went with Winfield. Um, so now the thirty seventh pick where we have the same guy, I am pretty sure, going to different teams though where I have another
1: Wisconsin player, yeah. Zach Bond. Yeah, um I have the same pick. Originally I had him going thirty six, but just for argument's sake I slid uh him down to thirty seven so that we and Dylan could talk about him um together. Um but anyway I think that this is a very quality pick for both teams that um get him in these mock drafts. Um a very solid guy I had a solid Wisco career as Dylan probably remembers uh very well. Um but yeah
0: yeah, he was always good. I think he really emerged as a draft candidate, um, and an All-American as well this season. Obviously, with the great defensive core with him and Chris Orr as linebackers. Uh, I love. Um, I would love if the Giants drafted him. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen, one, because I think they might have Winfield or Delpit even ahead of him and if they don't have two second round picks and i wouldn't bet on it but i think right. if they have two second round picks and he's still on the board i think this is ideal for him yeah. and i think ideal for the chargers too yeah uh so now we move on to the 30 38th pick where the carolina panthers have it, or is that a trade i completely forget about the second round trades
1: uh yeah no the panthers have it
0: yeah uh, that makes sense I was not 100 percent sure yeah uh where I think the Carolina Panthers will select Trayvon Diggs. Um, okay. Um,
1: I have the Panthers taking Navelli Gallimore Deline. You can help me out with that name if you yeah. know what I'm talking about. But, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I have him. So, I don't know if I did this by accident or not. I don't have him going the first two rounds, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if that was a mistake or not, but he was not on my mock draft. Um, just to preview that, I mean, I guess a guy falling from the second round to the third round is not that insane, but right. Second, um, I, I like that pick, um, whether I forgot about him or not, um, but I think Diggs is ideal for the Panthers, too. Yeah. Um. Now we move on to the 39th pick. Where I have the Miami Dolphins taking Grant Alpett.
1: Okay. Um, I like that for them if he's still on the board. Um, I have them taking Jalen Johnson, a guy that you had going, um, I believe if I remember correctly, thirty-two to the Chiefs. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But um I have and I think I yeah. um and I said that I had him going um a couple picks later, so here he is. Um, going 39 to the
0: Dolphins for me. Obviously, also, um, just to refer back to my first-round pick, it would not make sense for the Panthers to take Gallimore anyway because he's a D de tackle, and they took Derek Brown in my mock in the first round. so.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have them taking Simmons, so I think they really improve on the defensive end.
0: So now we go to the 40th pick where I'm pretty sure I have the Texans or I have the Texans trading up because they did not have the first-round pick um uh i have the texans taking a potential first round guy ross blacklaw with the yeah with the 40th pick yeah um with
1: the 40th pick um i have them taking isaiah wilson
0: okay um as ridiculous as this is another guy who i have falling out of second round um i think I have a lot of skill positions going in this second round, a lot more even than the first round. Um, So, yeah, I think that's fair, though. Yeah. Um, Now with the 41st pick, I have a guy who kind of emerged as a potential second-round pick. Um, Later, uh, Jeremy Chin, safety, um, going to the Browns.
1: Yeah, um, one of the few picks that we've agreed on here. I have the same pick um, for the Browns.
0: Okay, Um, yeah. I obviously have the Browns taking a safety-ish player in Simmons in round one, but I think he will end up playing linebacker for them. Um, I think, I think this is ideal for them though. If he, if if you one, if you don't think Simmons is too much of a safety to take him, um, and I mean, I guess if you don't get Simmons anyway, then it works too. Um, so now we'll move on to the forty-second pick where I have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting Jonathan Taylor.
1: Yeah, um, okay. I have uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting a guy that I believe you had, yeah, you did have, uh, going in the first round, A.J. Terrell.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I I like that. Um, I think I obviously had the Jaguars adding corner with Henderson at nine, and then – them grabbing Kinlaw at fourteen, which would be a very successful round if you're the Jaguars and I think Jonathan Taylor is just adding to a I know they already have Burnett, but you can't bank on him with injuries or if he's even the guy. Well, uh,
1: I mean yeah, the rumors are now that they're that they're shopping him and looking to trade him. Um yeah, what do you think about that, just real quick before we move I on? I
0: don't think that is necessarily um necessary. Uh I think he is Put up very he was very solid, um for them. I guess if the thought is you're rebuilding. I know he's young, but they're not making any progress, it seems, in whatever this rebuild thing is. Um with the quarterback questions, especially if you're not getting a first round quarterback, um, in this draft, so maybe they're just shopping him like completely, completely restarting.
1: Right. Uh
0: so I think that's logical and then I think if Fournette um if they trade Fournette they're definitely getting or if they're looking to trade Fournette, they're definitely going running back, um in the second round, uh one of one of the best um on the board. I think obviously Jonathan Taylor I watched more than pretty much any other college player ever because I haven't watched that much college football. Um and I got all three years with him. Uh or three amazing years with him uh i think this would be a great pick for the jags yeah i agree um as ridiculous as this will sound i when it comes to wisconsin players who i loved i really just don't want them to go to the eagles um that kind of just ruins my um my love for them Mm -hmm. for example Corey clement um going to the eagles i can't stand that guy anymore um with his good Super Bowl um, performance. So, if he's going to the Eagles, and no, I would not be happy. Uh, right. So now we move on to the Bears. A guy you had going, I'm pretty sure 25, maybe 26. Uh, Christian Fulton. Yeah. Um, I have
1: a guy going here uh, that you had going earlier as well. You had him going 20 to the Bucks. I have him going 43 to the Bears. Austin Jackson.
0: Yeah, um, I have the Bears taking full, and I think obviously we could look at Bears who don't have a first-round pick adding to their um defense. Obviously, we, they had the sick defense in uh eighteen nineteen. They lost the Eagles off the Cody Parkey um double doing. Uh, we we see uh they could have the defense could have been just as good as it was the year before last year, but it was not good. Um, it, it was not good. Yeah. Uh, so I think if you're looking to add to it, I think Fulton's a good pick at 43. Right. And I, and I think Austin Jackson is too, uh, especially if he's falling to 43. I obviously have him going very early. Right. Compared to you. Uh, so now we have... Uh, one of five receivers going in the next eight picks, I have the Indianapolis Colts selecting LaVisca okay,
1: Um I have them taking um, a wide receiver as well. I have LaVisca am um, going a little later, but uh, with this pick, I have um, them taking a guy you took earlier, uh, T. Higgins.
0: Yeah. Uh, once again, I think if he falls or if you're not calling that falls if he's just on the board right um at 44 i think that's good for them because i think he's better than Chenault. um but i think Chenault at this point is the best receiver on the board if higgins is going in round one so i think right this is good for them uh with the 45th pick i have the tampa bay buccaneers adding to that offense um not with a, another receiver though
1: taking a running back, J.K. Dobbins. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I have um, them taking um, Ezra Cleveland, um, who's a tackle, um, and kind of uh, working on uh, protecting Brady. I think that um, I was considering letting Austin Jackson fall, just two more picks, um, and letting him go to the box, but I decided against it, um, obviously, as we just talked about. But anyway, I had the Bucks taking um, a different uh, tackle here. in Yeah,
0: hopefully this is um, the last player that you have going in the mid to early second round, who I don't have going in the first two rounds. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a good pick if you're not going lineman in the first round, which I obviously had Austin Jackson going 20 to the Bucks. Right. Um, now at the 46th pick, the Broncos will select the hardest name in the draft. Noah, um, Ig, Beno, something crazy like that. Um, yeah. we talked about this guy's insane name, uh, in the last episode, we talked about the draft. It's hard. It's, um, it's a good pick, though, for the Broncos at 46. Yeah,
1: I have them taking a different cornerback. I have them taking Trayvon Diggs. I have, uh, the Noah guy, uh, going, um, earlier, um, or no, I have him going uh, a little later, sorry. um uh you'll see that in a couple of picks, but yeah, so um i we both have him ended up taking a cornerback here.
0: Yeah, um, so now we move on to the forty seventh pick, where I have the Falcons adding um to the defense, taking Marlon Davidson.
1: okay, um I have the Jags having this pick due to um the trade that I had earlier. Um, if you guys don't remember that, or if you for some reason didn't listen to the first round, um, I had the Falcons trading, um, the 16th overall pick and the 47th overall pick to the Jaguars for nine, um, and the Jags end up using this pick to take Terrell Lewis.
0: Yeah. Um. I think. I think. Uh. I know the Falcons. I have them taking Kalev on which. Could, they could be considered similar because they're both edge rushers. Um, but, but I think they end up playing Jason at linebacker and um, Davidson at one of the ends. Um, so I think that works out well for them. Now right. I have the first of four receivers in a row taken. Um, this one I had going uh, in the third round in our seven-round mock draft with the Giants. Um. Michael Pittman going to the Jets. Okay,
1: um I have him going um a few picks down the road, but I have them taking a different receiver. They take KJ Hamler with this pick.
0: Yeah, I have him going later in the second round. Um that guy terrified me uh the one time um Wisconsin played him in his college career. Uh I was at that game. It was freezing, which overshadowed how talented that guy looked. Um he is so talented, but I don't know if he especially with his height, I know he um could remind you of like a Tyree Kale-ish guy because of his speed, but I think Pittman's just a safer pick at 48. Sure. Um, yeah. So now at the 49th, another um receiver going to the Steelers this time, taking Denzel Mims.
1: Yeah, okay. Um I had him going much earlier. Yeah, I had him going. Thirty, 30. Uh, to the Packers, but I have um, the um, the Steelers taking a guy you had just going a few picks earlier in Marlon Davidson.
0: Yeah. Um. So we move on to the fiftieth pick, where the Chicago Bears um, are selecting. Wait, do they have two second-round picks, or did they trade? Did I have them trade in? I don't know,
1: but I have the Bears with this pick as well. So,
0: okay, so I guess probably not. Um, I have the Bears taking another TCU player out of this draft, Jalen Rieger. <laughs> um, okay.
1: Uh, yeah, Jalen Rieger. Um, I like that. I have him going a few picks uh, down the road. Um, but I have the Bears taking uh, Kyle Duggar, safety.
0: Yeah. Um, I just would like to point it out. Uh, very well. Represented T- draft for TCU. Yeah. Um, with the two corners, Diggs, and um, what's his name? Jeff Gladney, I think. I thought he right. went to TCU. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then obviously Rieger. Uh, good for TCU. Um. Yeah. Oh, and Ross Blacklaw. Uh. Oh, I didn't say that. Yeah. Uh. So we move on to the. 51st pick where I have the Cowboys selecting the fourth of four receivers taking in a row from Notre Dame Chase Claypool.
1: Yeah, um I have him dropping um a little bit um or I guess a little more than a little bit. Um he still slides into the second round as you guys will see in um a couple of minutes here. Um but anyway, I have the Cowboys taking um I'm going to need your help with this one. Uh Noah mm, a Begone, uh cornerback.
0: Something like that. Yeah. Um so now I with the fifty second pick, I have the Rams taking a second straight Notre Dame player, Julian Aquara.
1: Okay. Um I like that. Um I don't think I have him going um in the second round. No, I do not. I have the Rams taking uh Jordan Brooks uh linebacker.
0: And I don't have him going in the second round, right. so I guess we confused each other with the Rams' um, Yeah, second round pick. Uh, now we move on to the Eagles, where they take Robert Hahn.
1: Okay, um, I have them taking um, a guy I believe you took earlier um, in uh, Michael Pittman Jr.,
0: uh Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. I had him go. And I think that's good for them, too, if he is the best receiver on the board. And if they don't go receiver in round one, I had them going receiver in round one. Uh, So I don't think that will end up playing out. But I think if you're passing up on receiver in round one and you have them taking Jeff Gladney, yeah, I think that's ideal.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, So now we move on to the 54th pick where I have the Buffalo Bills, who obviously created the first round pick and acquired Stefan Diggs this off season, Take Curtis Weaver.
1: Okay. Um I don't believe I have him going um in the second round. Um I um I have the Bills taking Joshua Uche um at rusher.
0: Uh yeah, I considered having him going in the second round, but I did not end up having him going in the second round. Um Uh yeah. So we move on to the 56, 55th pick. Um, we're a guy who fell a lot. I think you had him going in the first round. I could be completely mistaken. Um, Josh Jones. Uh,
1: yes, I did have him going um, in the first round. Uh, but I have a guy you had going um, a little bit earlier um, as the Ravens take Jalen Rieger for me.
0: Yeah, we're on the same um mock um on the same google doc with our mock draft and you highlighted him so i figured that he was the pick well um, yeah
1: because i wasn't sure if you had him going or not so i double checked. yeah i did
0: i had him going 50 to the bears um so so now we move on to the 56 pick where the dolphins have their fourth and final pick of the first two rounds i lied fifth and final pick of the last two rounds um where they take kyle duggar um
1: okay um, I have uh Jonah Jackson going with this pick.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So the Texans, um, fifty seventh pick. I actually have them a guy who I I see um as a was an awesome college player. I don't hundred percent. I'm not sold on him in the NFL. Um, a guy you would going to the Jets. I'm pretty sure KJ Hamler. Okay. Um, I have them taking uh Ross Blacklock here with this pick. Yeah, I had him going number 40 to the Texans, but I think he could end up falling because we don't have many tackles going in the second round because, right. um, yeah, he's the only one so far for me. I don't know about – oh, no, I had him and um Justin Why? Right,
1: which I have going in a few picks, which you guys will see in just a moment,
0: but, yeah. Um, yeah, with the 58th pick, I have the Vikings taking a guy from Virginia, Bryce Hall.
1: Okay, um, I have the Vikings taking a guy you had going earlier, LaVisca Chinat.
0: Yeah, so I know I already had the Vikings taking Terrell, um, another corner, AJ Terrell, another cornerback, but I think they could add to this cornerback, um, this cornerback core, um, or, and I think they could add a second receiver also in this draft, um, or in this first, two, first round first two rounds uh i think Bryce Hall is a good pick though yeah, for the Vikings yeah
1: um yeah i just had them going um with a receiver here cuz i didn't have them going uh a receiver um with either of their first round picks um but now we move on to uh 59
0: where i have them taking Raquan Davis
1: um okay um i have this Se- i have the Seahawks taking Uh, Lucas Niang um, tackle.
0: Yeah, I don't have him going, but it gets to the point where, like, if I had – if he were to go 65th, like 59 and 65th, the difference is not too big. Um, Now we have the 6th or 7th, maybe even more, and final receiver taken in this first round with the Ravens adding – um to the receiving core by taking Van Jefferson from Florida. Okay.
1: Um I have the Ravens um taking with their second pick in the second round. Um taking Cole uh commit um tight end.
0: Yeah, uh I think that's a good pick. Um so now I have the Titans taking an offensive tackle here with the sixty first pick, Matt pert
1: Okay. Um, I have them taking um a guy you had going earlier, um Justin uh Madabuke. Uh yeah. You
0: know. Uh yeah. So now with the third last three picks of this mock draft, I have all offensive players. First with Colk Matt going sixty second to the Packers.
1: Yeah, okay. Um I have um the packers taking a guy you had going at um uh 35th so much earlier in the second round um Clyde edwards hilaire
0: Yeah. Um so the 63rd pick the chiefs obviously um we didn't have them I didn't have them going running back in round 1 so I think they'll go running back in round 2 by taking Zach Moss from Utah. Okay. Um
1: I like that pick. I have them taking Willie Gay with this pick. Um, so, yeah, that's my 63rd pick for the Chiefs.
0: Um, now with the last pick, I have an interesting guy, second in Heisman voting. The Lions could obviously potentially add quarterback they're not going to in round one unless something miraculous happened or surprising. Um, I think the Lions are going to take a guy who I think you could argue will probably go in later rounds, but I think he's the best route. Quarterback currently on the board, the Lions go Jalen Hurts. Okay, um, I like that pick. I have, um, these, um, I have, um, them taking, uh, Chase Claypool with this pick. Yeah, Jalen Hurts and Chase Claypool are the Mr. Irrelevance of this mock draft. Um, right. Uh, yeah, so that wraps it up. I know this was a shorter part. Um, then the first one but in total it would combine to around an hour and 10 minutes uh make sure to check part one out if you started listening with part two even though i told you not to um ben thanks for um having uh, or being on but technically uh thanks for having me on as well because it's a crossover pod um, right yeah. i hope you guys enjoyed that um see you guys next time